Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. Today our guest will be Sarfraz Ahmed. And believe me, you do not want to miss this. We'll be back soon. Sarfraz Ahmed lives and works in the East Midlands, professional trained as a careers advisor and has branched out as a trainer, assessor, and a careers writer. He has been writing for poetry for 18 years and has contributed his poems to many anthologies published over the years, including Paint the Sky with Stars, published by Reinvention UK, and many others I published by the United States, as well as many other contributions online. In his spare time, he enjoys music and traveling and engaging with the arts. You are a guidance counselor by day and a poet yes. by night. Oh God, yes! <laughs> I write my best poetry at I write my poetry at night and in the morning, and um, I'm speaking to a lot of other poets as well. But I think I think we kind of resurfaced over lockdown. I think through through the lockdown period, we kind of find our creative mojo, yes. and uh, a lot of us got our books published in that period. Uh, yes. I know at least four or five poets that have their books published and to be honest have done really really well um in, in that time and um but yeah I've been writing poetry for now for for about 18 years um I didn't broadcast it too much uh you know it's something that I I love doing I enjoy doing and I would say it was it's potentially a gift it's nothing it's not too hard for me to to put together a poem um you know it comes naturally it flows naturally um but it's something that i've been it's a craft that i've perfected now for almost 20 years wow. yeah yeah it's you i've been writing since i was in grade school and yeah wow. it's something um, we won't talk about how many years that's been but <laughs> it's been more than that <laughs> the book got picked up just before lockdown so it was picked up in february of this year and uh, during the whole of the lockdown period, which was uh, which was actually worked out quite nicely for me, I was able to put together the 84 Pins collection, my first poetry debut, uh, which was well received. And, uh, and, and surprisingly enough, it's been really well received in the US. Um, I think I, I've had this conversation with a few people, but... Uh, it started off with um, people contacting me from New York, especially um, the Bronx, Harlem, um, and, uh, and, 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 and everyone that I spoke to already had my book. They already were speaking about the poems that they loved and, and, and the way that it was put together and also connecting with other people in the US as well. So that's been absolutely fantastic for me. I, I've actually been blown away. Yes, well, that is wonderful. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really, it usually takes a little while for a poetry book to really, you know, start, you know, jumping off the shelves, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, um, but it came because of, because of social media, and I think because of the lockdown situation, I think people Mm -hmm. are more uh, looking towards um, 
poems and poetry, something a bit more positive, something to a bit of yes. distraction to take away from what's going on in reality all around us. And um, and that's we've connected with, uh, obviously, you know, through social media, but also obviously we've got emails, we've got, um, and I've been invited to quite a lot of open mic sessions, yes. um, especially in uh, New York. So I've done quite a few of those at the moment, and I've been—I was invited by um, quite quite a lot of the uh, New York poets. I've got some of their the books right next to me, but it was Keisha Mulby Bays. I don't know if you've heard of her, uh, Keisha Mulby Bays, who 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 has written about. Oh, she's 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 a New York poet who is very. Um, she's a bit of an activist as well and speaks out for women's rights and, and lots of, uh, um, of things like that. But she's a very positive sort of uh, influence and she has been over to me as well and invited me and pulled me in to a lot of the stuff that was going on in the US because it was all virtual anyway. Yes. So I connected with, with a lot of the New York poets and, you know, everyone that I spoke to, they said, oh, we've, we've already got your book. I've been I've been reading your poems and they were they they came back and they were reciting some of the the ones that they actually really enjoyed and they really liked. Mm -hmm. So that was that 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 just absolutely <laughs> blew me away to have um, such a, a nice community of poets uh, from from so far away from obviously the UK. Uh, that have really embraced the book and embraced myself and really want to work with me. I've got, um, I mean, I think is a mutual friend, Annette. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Annette um, Tarpley, who um, really wants to work with me and I want to work with her. I think our poems are very similar. And she calls me the romantic poet. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I, would have, I would never have called myself the romantic poet. But uh, when I start reading some of the poetry, I think you'll get to see that. I think, yeah, actually, I do write very good, uh, a very, a very good romantic poet, uh, something that's quite uh, vulnerable, that touches people, they um, touches the heart, pulls at the heartstrings. But also, poems are about everyday life, about mm. love, about mm. loss about uh, yearning for to be loved as well. Yeah. I think that there's, there's a similarity between Annette Tarpley and myself is this yearning uh, that we all have to be loved unconditionally yes. uh, by someone. And um, yeah, so we've, that was kind of a theme running through it, but it, uh, the book actually was written a couple of years ago. It was written um, over three or four months and it was um, as life just took place. So there were weddings. The first 84 pins, the title is about of a bride. I will read that poem out of a bride going to um, obviously getting married, but undecided about her future. Nice. And the pins on the dress are the 84 pins that made up her dress. Mm -hmm. but, um, but it's an interesting poem. And when I actually wrote it, I remember writing it and I don't remember writing all my poems because they just kind of blend, in, blend into one because I've written so many, but 84 pins I remember, I was so taken back by what I actually written that I had to step away from it because it was, uh, I, I, I could, you know, I just, I couldn't believe that I had actually written something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, when the publisher saw this collection, she wanted to print the whole of it in entirety. So when you see the book, it's actually how it was written. It was, it's not been taken off from 
uh, one from one year, one from another year. It hasn't been pull pulled together like that. It's an right. entire collection of six months of writing poetry and exactly in the same order that they were written as well, yes. which is quite, quite <laughs> unique, actually. Um, yes, I have the, the book. So, you know, I have read quite a bit of it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so it's much. Very, very good. I really have enjoyed it. I haven't read all of it, but I've read quite a bit of it. Yeah. Well, how about you share your poetry? With yeah, us? let's share. Um, I, want for today. With, I want to start off with 84 pins. Okay. And, um, and, um, and then I've got a, um, depending on time, I want to read a few more out to you as well. Okay. So uh, 84 pins is the, um, is the first poem in the book. It's the name of the collection of the poetry book, and um, and, uh, and 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 let's see what um, see what people think. And this is called Eighty Four Pins. Eighty Four Pins kept a thin, upright like a mannequin, cut into a dress, bled right in. The finest gold adorned her body from top to toe. The finest jewels intertwined, shaped her body a tapestry of colour, blushed ruby red. With each step her dress obediently followed, set ripples deep as the ocean, subtle as the sea, as she took her first step into the vastness, into the unknown, the very thought chilled her to the bone. As she walked down the stairs, she caught a glimpse of her face, scarred by makeup, her body covered up by layers, satin, silk and lace. She never felt more out of place. The mask she wore made her unrecognisable from the beauty that once was, stripped of her innocence, her youth. It was as if deep down she knew the truth, that a part of her had died. Her eyes were sad, but there were no more tears left to cry. She poised herself, took control. She held on tight, took flight took a deep breath as 84 pins kept her thin, upright like a mannequin, cut into a dress, bled right in, broke, the, broke through the chrysalis. She took her first step, left her old self behind as she stepped outside the world into an unsuspecting world, emerged a bride. Ooh, you know, hearing you read that versus my reading it probably about three times now out of the book, um, it, it takes on, I'm seeing more and more about the meaning of the poem. Mm, thank yeah, you. I can yeah. see that it puts a whole nother depth to it. I think also, I, I also felt, because obviously, you know, I'm a man who wrote about a bride, but if, I felt it would have a different uh, slant if a, if a woman uh, read it, mm -hmm. I think. I think if a female voice was lent to the 84 pins, I have actually done a vocal, um, a vocal version of it uh, to be uh, up uploaded. I've got lots of people who are very interested. They want to do lots of nice things with it and put it on YouTube and things like that. But I always felt that a, a female voice would be very interesting to put on there as well, mm -hmm. because it, was, it would be as if she is speaking about herself or a, a woman is speaking about another woman. It would, be, uh, would make it a very, very different. But... But uh, but I was looking back and I was thinking what you know what possessed me to write something about this and and also the um, about the it's actually the pins on her dress that her because she's in such a pain and the bleeding inside of her and the pain that she's feeling but it was weddings that, um, at the time there were there were I think a few weddings that I went into and the brides that I saw and and I think sometimes the brides can be quite interesting. Uh, masks, the masks that they wear, and, I, and, I, and I'm really fascinated by the masks we wear in society. Um, but yeah, 84 pins. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. So yeah. 
it's quite a dramatic piece, I, I feel, anyway. It is. It is. Yeah. It is a dramatic piece. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, should we go? Should we go and read a few more? Sure. Would you like to? Jump I'm going to put. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to read another one. Uh, Flying blind, um, which I chose, which I thought would be a nice little piece because it's a. It's um, there's something about this poem that is quite um, liberating, and also, um, especially in these times, we need, I think, poems like Flying Blind. So here's Flying Blind. Okay. Flying Blind. I'm riding a bullet, a freight train, holding onto a wing and a prayer, bursting through the night sky, bur burning through the air, like a thunderbolt, like I'm flying blind, not knowing what I, might, what I may find. Speeding across and flying through just to be with you, to see your hair flying in the wind, to see you dance that way, watch you sway, to look deep into your eyes once more. I want to have something worth living for, to see you look into my eyes for just one more time, to know deep down there is something in this life that is well and truly mine. Well, another deep one. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's. It's almost like someone is going, taking a, a journey, a leap of faith to be with the one that they love. Right. Um, it's what I call a yeah. yeah, it's it's deep. I mean, um, but I love reading it. I love I love reading it. Even now, I look at it, and I and I love reading it. I just I, I just I just enjoy looking how the words blend into one. Um, and the, but 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 when people have read it and they've read it back to me or they've talked about it and they have their favorites they put their own meaning to it and their own mm -hmm. uh their own that their own ownership of it and uh which is absolutely fantastic of it yes probably many different stories that don't necessarily have anything to do with each other one of my favorites um and i have a few but one of my favorites that i'm going to read now is called bay in bay windows okay and um and I, and I love this um, kind of the pathos of it, the innocence of it, um, and the romantic nature of it. And I think this is where um, Annette called me the romantic poet. And I, and I read this and I think, oh God, this is so romantic. In bay windows. Okay. In bay windows, we often sit. Our feet would get closer inch by inch, bit by bit. Now and then our bodies would embrace. We'd often sit face to face, head to toe, head to head, toe, toe to toe. We'd hold hands, watch the seasons come and go, the rain, sleet and snow. We'd watch it fall all around us as we sit in bay windows. Sat like bookends on a shelf, me and you, no one else. Looking down as the world revolves all around us, looking down from bay windows, looking out at the view. We could sit here forever, me and you, as we feel our hearts getting closer, inch by inch, bit by bit. In bay windows, we often sit and stand. You look at me, I look at you. Sometimes you take my hand. Mm. Warm, yeah. Really. It's, 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 I, I read that back and I, and I just think, oh God, yes, that is, that is, <laughs> yeah, that is something there. There's, there's a lot of uh, innocence, there's lots of romance. Mm. And, you know, it's, there's a lot of looking back as well um, at something that it, it could be an innocent sort of um, romantic sort of a part of someone's life mm -hmm. uh, when they used to sit in bay windows it could be in a school it could be 
in a, you know, um, but yeah, that's that's the kind of, I think that's why it was called uh, the romantic poet. Oh. I think I read that and I think, oh my God, yes, it is so romantic. Yeah, <laughs> I don't normally right. consciously sit and think, oh, God, I'm going to write about love or write about romance. I think it's just, and also you've got to remember that these poems, uh, the, this collection that's, um, you know, doing really well at the moment um, was never meant to be published. I, I, at that time, I had no inclination of, of getting published. I was writing for pleasure. I had, I had been, um, I had won a few competitions, been in quite a few uh, anthologies uh, right across the years, and people have loved certain poems. Um, but at that time, it not, not that I gave up, but I just was writing for pleasure and it wasn't to be published. And, um, and it's so nice that people have, um, uh, you know, that they are well received. Um, and I'm planning now, so I am planning um, a second book on the back of this for next year, uh, which actually will be a different kind of approach. It is going to be a more of a, a collection of poetry all throughout 18 years of writing. So I am gonna handpick some of the best ones that I feel that have caught people's attention and um, going to put them into a collection um, and hopefully for next year uh, okay. which will be the follow-up to this but it'll be a different approach and I think um, I think people will enjoy it if they if they enjoy this kind of poetry they're going to love the second book which will be taken on from that. Where can people find your poetry? My poetry is, uh, there is a lot available online, so you can just search for Safra's Ahmed, uh, obviously a poet, but I'm on uh, Cosmo Funnel, there's a, there's, a, there's a website called Cosmo Funnel, and I think I've got probably uh, near enough 20, 30 maybe poems on there, um, which people read, uh, it's actually an American website, Cosmo Funnel, okay. and uh, my poems are there, so you, you can actually, in fact, if you just put in Google, Safraz Ahmed or um, Poet, it, it comes up, they will come up through Google search engine and the poems will come up one by one. Um, obviously, the book is available, you know, through all Amazon and, and, and things, things like that. There's actually in, um, in Walmart, so I think you can get it in the US or online in Walmart, it's in China. Oh. Um, yeah, um, so somebody came back to me, goes, oh my God, it's online on Walmart in the US. <laughs> so they must have picked it up at some point. Those that love poetry, I mean, it's a very, it's a very niche area. It's a very specialist sort of area. Not everyone uh, likes poetry or gets poetry or appreciates it but those that do really cherish poems and the poet and I think the way that they write as well and mm -hmm. also I think through lockdown and this period this period that we're going through has allowed people to connect in ways that we've never thought we'd connect right across the world mm -hmm. people are looking for uh, some inspiration so, some perhaps a distraction of what's going on they want to be distracted from from life and the poetry is a beautiful way of doing that. Yes. Um, and I've connected with amazing poets from right across the, the world, mainly in the US, I've got to be honest, who reached out to me and I've reached out to them. They've taken me into their arms and, you know, in the hearts as well. Yeah. And they've been buying the poetry. They've been enjoying it. They've asked me for more. They've asked to collaborate. I've, I've said, I really want to. Uh, I want to do more. Um, but yes, I, I really, really enjoy that. So where can people find my poetry? So you can find it for free 
on uh, Cosmophonal. It's there. There's and that actually is quite nice because you'll see a wide range of poets, poet poetry going right across the board. About eighteen years of it. I do post sometimes on uh, um, on on Facebook on uh, Passion of Poetry, Annette Topley's uh, Facebook. Right. Uh, sometimes um, I do uh, I do do that, but mainly for now you'll get you'll get the collection from amazon 84 pins and you just put obviously safraz ahmed or you just put 84 pins i'm the only book that's got that strange weird kind of name 84 pins but then when you read the the poem and that i named the book on you'll you'll get it is there time to read any more yes please yeah so i want to read fade because i often um well, I should describe my poems as poems that you can read in, um, in, in, in occasions when people get married, but also in death as well. Uh, so, you know, in all the, in all the, the, the big uh, celebrations and also events in people's lives that, that they had. Um, I'm going to read Fade. Okay. Um, it's, um, it's, um, it is one of my favourites, and I, I remember actually writing it, and I remember actually... Um, enjoying putting the words to paper, fade. You shall never fade nor crumble, stay forever young. Your face will be immortalized before my eyes, but I want to remember you the way you are, a bright shining star, a glory in the dark, a spark that shone in the darkest of times at night. I feel you pull me closer at night. I can feel your heart beat next to mine. For a moment, it feels like we are together for just one more time. But no one dries my eyes when I wake, no one holds me when I shake. The very thought of you helps me survive, helps, helps keeps me alive day after day, night after night. The very thought of you remains forever young, forever strong in this heart of mine. In my heart, you'll never fade, my love, nor die. For I believe that one day two hearts will beat as one. We'll stand hand in hand once more before the world, before everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I think when I actually read that, and um, as as somebody pointed it out to me, they go, Safras, read that poem, the one that you know fade, and I looked at it. And I thought, oh my god, it's it, it's a it's a it's a it's if someone's doing a eulogy <laughs> for someone for someone that they love and just letting them go. Um, and doesn't want to let them go. And I just, I still can't believe I actually wrote it. I look back and I think, God, did I actually write this? Did that actually come out? But um, but I remember enjoying it. I enjoying uh, writing it and actually thinking of people that I've, I've lost and people that I've, are not here with me now. And that's what got me to write this and um, lots of emotions put into that. Mm. Yeah. And that, yeah, and that one that. was, um, yeah, that one was uh, fate. Yeah. It would be an interesting prompt to write a eulogy for someone you're close to, and even to maybe write a eulogy for yourself. Yes, I think that would be interesting. I may have to. Play I think I look back. As, I mean, I have seen some of them um, that I've written, and I've um, and I can step into different shoes and guises mm-hmm. and become, you know, as po- poets and writers we often do, taking a different guise. And, and I have written about, you know. Um, Oh, a eulogy for myself. I mean, um, but that would be an interesting one to put together. Mm-hmm. It would be an interesting one. Yeah. Um, okay. So I've got I've I've got a few more. Okay. So I've got if only you. Um, I want to put that in there. I, I, 
I think this one is a, um, I don't know if, if it is um, a romantic one. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Okay. If only, if only you knew. In sadness and in lust, somehow the scene is still intact. Such a beautiful view, captured and contained, like the very first time I saw you. Crystallised in beauty, stagnated and pure, like the early morning dew. Such dripping nectar that could turn the grey sky blue. Your eyes like diamonds, reflected glass, perhaps the reflections of your inner soul. Memories of the past that only I can see. You showed me a little every time you smiled at me. Now, as I stand before you, I wonder if you see me, this man tormented by years of sadness and loss, but yet somehow the scene is still intact. Such a beautiful view, captured and contained, immortalized in time, if only you knew. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, you know, at the, I mean, uh, at the, now looking back at these, obviously they're very romantic, very reminiscent, very mm -hmm. uh, as if someone's looking back at yes. their lives um, and, and and remembering the people that they loved and lost. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's really the theme of the book of love, lost, but also there is hope. Um, and also some, some amazing little poems in stuck in there that just give a little bit of hope to, obviously to people and to what's going around. And I think that's what people have picked, on, picked up on. I think people are looking, I mean, I've, I've never brought as many poetry books as I have done in the period of lockdown. In the last six months, I've probably got, oh, half a dozen at least. Mm -hmm. A lot of the US poets that I'm really admiring, who've influenced my recent writing, uh, my New York friends, the American friends that I've made that really there, I love the style, I love the way that they, um, they, they think and also the how the words hit the paper and sometimes they rhyme and they, they mix and how the words unfold and unfold in, in each other. I just absolutely, I love it. I'm absolutely a big fan. Yes. So I've been really influenced. I think my, <laughs> my um, the poetry that I'm writing now, I've been asked to write a one for Remembrance Day, which is next uh, week. Uh, Remembrance Day for obviously the First World War, so I've been asked, and that's going to be put out everywhere. So I wrote that, but I but I, but yet again, the words and also the the feelings that I've had, um, a lot of it's been influenced by 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 listening to a lot of different voices, especially you know the U.S. poets. I think they've influenced me quite a bit actually in recent times. So um, it's just nice hearing uh, different styles, different where people are coming from the different lives. I mean, the Black Lives Matter and, and also the, the incidents that were going on in the US. Um, that was just amazing to hear that. That was on a that was on an open mic and people right. were sharing the, their views mm -hmm. of that. And it was just it was just amazing. That went on for a couple of hours, actually, uh, the mm -hmm. last one. So it was just really, really right. nice connecting with people. It challenges us to get out of our comfort zone sometimes That's, you know exactly i mean if you if you're a writer ways. if you're a writer or if you're a poet and you write in a certain different kind of way you you, you actually you know sometimes you can get quite uh, stuck in your stuck in your ways if you were you know the way that you write the words that you use and it's nice to meet other people and to engage with other people from around the world and and i absolutely love it i think that's the best thing about lockdown it's given us a bit of a, a connection with people right across the world and especially when the book went out in june the first 
I had, didn't have a clue. I didn't have no idea how it's going to be received and how people are going to take it into their hearts. And, and uh, the reviews I've had have been absolutely amazing, what people have said and what they've enjoyed. People have taken it and they've, um, they've taken it and they want to elevate it into something that they can actually relate to. And right. probably the most attention I've got with this book has, is the US, Lisa, honestly. <laughs> And I love it. I, I absolutely love it. And I, uh, I, I want to, you know, uh, put more work out there. It's, it's my first book. I want to put more out there for people mm-hmm. so they can, uh, if they're enjoying it, I'd like to give them some more work and some more poetry that they will like. Um, right. um, would you like to see one more before we go? Sure. Yeah, yeah one like more. That. So I'm going to, I've got, um, I mean, I went through it and I had to look. It's difficult to, as a poet, to pick out what people will like. So um, I've got to let you go. Um, this one um, is another, is, 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 it is a, essentially a love poem, I think. This one is a love poem um, uh, and it's called Let You Go. I never thought it would happen to me to fall so easily, to let down my guard, to fall so hard. But you caught me as I was falling, tumbling through the skies. But I was hooked once I looked into your eyes. I couldn't let go, even if I tried, for you had me entering my, entered my veins like a drug. You infected me, dissected me, protected me from the past and all that consumed me. Now I can see you inside of me. Every day you devour me, shower me with love, with ecstasy. For don't you know you rescued me for what I was? For what I for I had for what I had become. Now all I see are blue skies. Now all I see is the sun. Lovely, lovely. Beautiful, beautiful. A wonderful one to end on. Sorry? It's a wonderful one to end on. Yeah, you know, I think so. It's a beautiful <laughs> romantic poem and it's you know, we need love. I think we need we all need love and I think a lot of poets yearn for love. I mean, if they're not, you know, if they haven't got it in their lives, they will write about it and, and bring it into their lives. And and when they bring it into their lives, they bring it into the lives of so many thousands of people who engage in it. So, yeah, so I'm really, really pleased. I mean, the book has been, um, um, you know, it's been fantastic that it's been received so well right across the, you know, the world. Um, especially in the US, uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the lovely um, comments and reviews that I've got from people from, from, from the US and uh, um, right across the board and people that want to work with me. And I will be putting out more poems as well um, in the next six months or so. The next book will be out in, in next, I'm thinking about in next uh, spring, summer. Okay. Uh, which will be a big, a big collection like this, but mm-hmm. it will be a collection that you will see over spanned over 18 years and I've pulled out some of the the ones that caught people's attentions that, that maybe got into competitions that won stuff that actually people stopped and said oh you know what stuff that was actually quite you know you write really well or you know so I've got to put something out there and also the ones that people liked which is a second collection I want to also collaborate or we've got a collaboration with Annette Tarpley who who we want to put something out there together as a collaborative piece. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, I really want to work. I think I'm almost there. I mean, she's the, we've asked for 30, 40 poems each, and and that's not. Uh, I think I probably got more. <laughs> to give her. Uh, but I want to. We know what we want to talk about. We know what the title of the book is. Right. 
and we want to collaborate because I feel, you know, certainly with Annette Tarpley and, uh, you know, uh, Keisha Mulby Bays and people of the, and other poets, they're very similar to how I write mm -hmm. and the way I rhyme and, and maybe and I kind of kind of use the words for impact. They are very, very similar. And I think there's a difference, a very similar style that I'm, right. I, I've, I've got. Uh, I think mm -hmm. a lot of the US poets have have got as well I, I don't know I mean I've got a lot of the UK ones as well I mean I do I do talk to them as well <laughs> and I'd love to do something more with um, with the UK poets but I think poetry is is universal and it transcends everything doesn't it, it crosses barriers yeah, and it's um, and is universal so thank you so much thank you so much for for meeting with me today after your next book comes out we'll have to get together again and definitely i mean also collaboration well, we collaborate all together with i think when <laughs> i think probably probably annette uh, um i think the collaborative book will come out first before my own physical collection okay. comes out right. so whenever that comes out you may have two uh, poets yeah. sat before you so okay. uh, that would well, be exciting be yeah, thank I, you so I much for having a, me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful rest of your day. I guess it's toward night there. Isn't it's it? very night here. It's dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark in the UK. Dark and cold, and you know. Um, but it's uh, but, but it is that time of year, and and um, but yeah. So I've had a very good day. It's been a long day, but uh, I love speaking to you. It's a it's a nice end to the evening. So thank yes. you so much. Well, thank you so much, and you have a wonderful rest of your night. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. Please come back again where we'll have more lively interviews. If you would like to be on the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast, send an email to Lisa Tomey at prolificpulse at gmail.com. That's prolificpulse at gmail.com. Thank you, and have a great day. Bye-bye.